Cochran I've had in one. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest, or Heartburn Talk with Jeff Williams. No. <laughs> I am your host, NDM, JC, here with these three nerds, because, you know, math is hard. The man pointing at me and surprising both me and Jeff this morning is one Tom M. Norman playing Aaron on this morning. How you doing, buddy? I'd like to welcome you all to our new podcast, Old Man Talk. Uh, joining me today is <laughs> JC, uh, Genius, and Gooch. Heartburn at 4 a.m. and taking kids to homecoming. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we are old. Cheers. That voice you hear there... Well, we'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> the man who has remained silent through this because his kids are too young for homecoming. One Ryan Crixus Kukta. How are you doing this morning, buddy? I mean, my daughter acts like she's 25. Does that count? <laughs> so In a way, yeah. As long as she has some place to go or some dance to do or something. And she wants to get spruced up for. Good morning, Dungeons & Dragons Nation. Yeah, buddy. And last but not least... The lore master, the lazy dragon, the limerick man, one Jeff Doc Williams. How are you doing this morning, buddy? <laughs> Do you have a list on the side of your computer now of all the L words? No, because I forgot legend. Uh, <clears throat> that's that's fine. Let's see, legend. Oh, <laughs> They're making go. this list nice. Legend, the lore master, the limerick man. I can't do limerick master and lore master. Um, yeah, I'll find a better way to say that. And the Legend of the Lore Master Limit Man, the Lazy Dragon. Jeff Doc Williams. Yes. Let's see if I can find this list next week. That's <laughs> tricky. <laughs> yeah, a little tired this morning, but it's a good way to wake up. Oh, always. D&D is the best way to wake up. Eh, well... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> it's re it's a really good way to wake up. Okay. I'll put it that way. There you go. <laughs> I'm getting a look from Tom Norman. <laughs> oh, Jeff, you got a recap and possibly a limerick for us this morning. Uh, sure can, sure can. So uh, last session spanned a number of days, but most of them are traveling. We started uh, by resting in a church after... Um, Getting everybody to finally calm down, telling stories and stuff. Uh, got up in the morning, did some shopping, uh, mostly selling stuff. Um, then decided to head out to find the whale that would take us to the island of the Frost Giant Fortress. Um, so we traveled for seven days, uh, passing by Revel's End as a... As a uh, marker on the landscape before heading over to Angajuk's bell <clears throat> and then uh, you. rang the bell to fight and uh, some vultures showed up because they figured we were probably tasty we took care of them the whale showed up, he was hungry and uh, we uh, decided to go octopus fishing um, which was successful after a few tries and brought the uh, octopus meal to Angajuk the whale and hopped on his back inside a boat inside a bubble and headed under the ice <clears throat> under the sea yes yeah, so. under the sea 
So I can't sing anymore because we don't want a copyright strike. Take it from me. <laughs> After uh, riding with Valine for uh, for seven days and her seeing what we truly are all about, uh, here's the limerick. I wonder if Valine is wishing. Or, I'm sorry. Let's start over. I wonder if Valine is wishing that she chose someone else for this mission. I mean, we did catch a snack for the whale Anga Jack, but we're much better fighting than fishing. <laughs> when you said wishing, I'm like, fishing's got to be in this one. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. Other man. So we I'm ended nice. with all of you, all y'all hopping inside this uh, whale bubble on his back and submerging yourself into the sea. Um, it's climate controlled in here it's actually kind of nice um and as you're going along uh it doesn't seem like you're moving at a great rate of speed but um the whale tends to take you on a little bit of tour so as you're rolling along he says on your left here you can see a frost giant castle um, it that's what fell submerged oh. into the water many centuries ago. I need all of you to make up uh, constitution saving throws. <laughs> as you're listening to this guy, as you're underwater, you're just kind of cruising along. It's not bumpy. It's very smooth. It's almost like a rocking gentle rocking as he's swimming back and forth and he's speaking in this low slow tone everybody is yep everyone make a, a constitution saving throw hey so on the plus side uh firefox windy for works like a normal roller like i can click the dice and it just rolls uh it's it's a chrome problem what does firefox oh Oh my goodness! I just rolled my um, my Wild Beyond the Witchlight dice for the first time, and they have rattles inside them. <laughs> so cool. Um, so Crixus, yeah, as you guys are kind of slowly, you just you're not you don't fall asleep, but you're dozing, <laughs> like sitting there and just kind of kick back, relax, and just. Not enough every once in a while. The rest of you manage to stay awake from it through uh, the the tour. But he goes on to describe um, not only the uh, frost giant castle that you guys see, but there is also um, several uh, other like shipwrecks. Um, large coves under the water that he explains about uh, sharks that live in there and talks about some of the underwater sea life that survives up in the cold sea up here below the ice. The trip... Um... Oh, excuse me. Oh, no, I'm going to burp again. <laughs> Pardon me. Is this, a part hey, of the, is, this, is this part of the lore? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is this is him. He's he's talking a lot, so he he ends up uh, burping as he's doing this. Uh, it takes uh, 
It takes about three days to get to the island under the ice through this. So at, at some point you do rest. Um, and on the third day... He rose again? You... Well, yeah, he rises. <laughs> <laughs> he rises out of the water, yes. And you see through the bubble. Um, the first thing that happens is that that bubble kind of disappears. You feel the outside air as you surface, and it's cold. Um, it's colder than you remember as you come up. And you look through... <laughs> you're trying to look through a fog that doesn't allow you to see maybe more than 30 feet in front of you. Um, in the distance ahead of you, uh, it, it's just water. Water and oh, and the chipmunks, <laughs> the chipettes, nonetheless. Um, they're dancing on an iceberg, singing, and no. <laughs> no, no, no. What are they doing here? <laughs> Freezing their tails up. Christmas, uh. Christmas time. No. Um, <laughs> I think I broke Ryan. Um, fantastic rendition. <laughs> you end up, you're, you're just looking into the fog trying to see something. And the first thing you see, you, you think it's a tree or something growing out of the water. But you realize quickly as you start approaching that it is literally the base of one of the sides of a giant dock. Like, a giant's dock. It's like 15 feet out of the water. It's three times as wide as what you're used to seeing for a dock. But this uh, appears to be where the whale is taking you. And he pulls up right alongside it and stops and says, There you go. Welcome to the island of Solstice, home of Arl's abode. I would appreciate it if you disembarked rather quickly. Her rock is what caused these scars on my side and I don't wish to add to the total hmm? how do we get you back is there a bell to ring I will swim around the island till you return to this dock bless you this dock, not your dock. Hmm? Doc will laugh out loud at that joke. <laughs> so, in order to get out of the boat, because this is a much larger dock than you're used to, I need you guys... Do you, any of you have any climbing gear, out of curiosity? I do. We Excellent. had climbing gear before when we were going up the mountain. Yeah. Earlier, didn't we? Yeah, has a climber's set. Does, I believe there was only one set. There was only one set. Okay. 
then would you like to climb up first? I need a strength athletics check at advantage because you have the climber's kit. Side note, uh, DM question. Uh, did we take a mm-hmm. long rest then, I'm assuming? Two of them. Took three days to get here. Yep. I just want to so be sure. doubly rested. You're still arrogant as fuck, though. Damn right I am. <laughs> All right, that's a 22 on my athletics check. Yeah, right up. And you put your climbing gear on. You hoist, hoist a thing up there. You got your crampons going. You just climb up, pulling yourself up by the rope. You're up on the dock. No problem. What would you like to do? Anything to help your friends get up? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to affix a rope to um, uh, some aspect of the dock that I see is secure. And right, uh, I'm going to feed that feed that rope down. All right. Then you guys can have advantage on your strength athletics check to get up the rope. Okay, I was just, I was just about to ask if I could get advantage because I have uh, a feat called second story work. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah. I forget what second story work is. Read it again, but yeah. Uh, basically, wow. it's... <clears throat> advantage. Hmm. Basically, it would be climbing no longer costs you extra movement, and when you make a running jump, the distance you cover increases by four feet. But if I'm climbing on a rope... Yeah. You're climbing on a rope, so you're going to get advantage anyways. Yeah. And you're a monk and a rogue. But I, but I need it because my athletics are minus one because of strength. Oh, yeah, because of strength. You're not... Oh, uh, yeah. Aranon's fatal flaw. <laughs> but he thinks he can do it. Oh, he did it. He did way better than I did. Very well. <clears throat> I'm the best climber in the Doc, group. Doc went to the rope, and he was struggling a little bit for it, and Aranon's like, move. <laughs> I'll do it. And goes right up, the, right up the rope to the top. Steps on Doc's head to get up. Yeah, exactly. I did the, uh, was Doc. that the hidden crouching hidden t- tiger dragon where you kind of walk on <laughs> things where you're like running and you you're like walking on the air up things awesome. I did that to Doc <laughs> oh I don't have the lean sheet here crap uh, Doc you want to make another roll at advantage go again after Aaron I gotta find the stats to see if she gets up this or if she's gonna struggle Double 11s for 16. There you go. Yeah, you get up there nice and easily the second time. Um, making an adventure. You actually watching Aranon go up as quick as he did, you realize there was something, uh, a, a technique he used that you went, oh, hey, I could do that. So, um, let's pull this in. Let's Curse strength. this dwarven body. <laughs> Valine is having some trouble. Um, she she kind of calls up the doc. She says, "Hey, if um if I tie this around my waist, uh, do you think? Hang on a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on. She might not say that. I gotta check her spells. <laughs> I don't think she has fly because I think I asked her that. But if she might have, uh, let's see, love it, love it, like or... a blink or anything like that. Yeah. No, she doesn't have anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, she says, if I tie this around my waist, we just lift me up. I mean, I'll walk. I'll help climb myself, but sure. I'm having some difficulty here. So I can either pull her or give her advantage again, but 
Um, she's going to tie right. the rope around her waist and ask you to pull her. So, All right. Um, <clears throat> strength check. <laughs> Oops, that was a saving throw. Yeah. So, uh, less than that by three. Six. <laughs> your hands slip on the ice. <clears throat> when yeah. she gets, like, halfway up, your hands slip on the ice, and... You're able to grab it again, but it causes a sudden jerk on the rope, and her knot comes undone. <laughs> because she rolled a six to tie her knot. Mm. <laughs> and, and she's going to fall into the boat mm -hmm. and take uh, two points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> All right. I'll, she falls uh, into the boat. I'll tell her, to try tying a better knot, and I'll ask Crixus to grab the rope with me. All right. Uh, I'm going to stand off to the side and say, go ahead and roll. Put your back into it. You can do it. Put your back <laughs> into it. She ties a much better knot this time. All right. Between Crixus and Doc, they're both able to pull hard enough to pull the lead up. <laughs> Neither one of them feels like they do a very good job at it. Crixus's hand slip at one point. Doc, doc, the doc is so slippery. It's just trying to get purchased. Yep. The doc feels like he's going to fall off the end of the dock here, but... At Don't the end tell of, uh... I said this, but Valene is deceptively heavy. <laughs> I'm going to yell over the edge. Hey, Valene, Crixus just called you fat. <laughs> I'm going to yell over to uh, Aranon. Stop yelling. There's a rock somewhere. Stop yelling at me. I don't want to be yelled at. <laughs> she gets up and dusts herself off. She says, I'm not fat. I'm big boned. Quiet. Feline <laughs> <laughs> channeling her inner Cartman. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so you guys on the dock um, parts of it have broken away and fallen into the sea and as you're, you um, work your way down the dock towards the mainland um, you don't need to make any rolls but you're able to look down in like sections where there's like it's very clear these are broken out and everything. All the boards hold that haven't broken out. They're very frozen and icy. Um, there, As you get to the end of the dock, there are giant steps, probably waist high, maybe chest high, leading up. Um, all around you are these 50-foot cliffs that lead up to the land above and these steps carve up into those cliffs uh, the path is about 20 feet wide or so as you climb these steps one by one um, I would just like a constitution saving throw as you make your way up these steps the 50 feet up you're constantly climbing pulling each other helping each other up <clears throat> 14. What was your 18. first roll, Crixus? 
Uh, I <laughs> accidentally seven just, in there? I just hit Constitution, <laughs> not saving. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. You want your save. Um, so, yeah, you you climb up in there and, um, with relative ease. At the top um, of the stairs, there's a little... Looks like a gremlin or something made out of ice. He's got a couple little wings sitting on the back and he just kind of d- does the dog thing, looks at you and go, huh? I have a, he says something and it's, it's kind kind of sounds like bubbly. Almost like he's, spe- like he's speaking through water or something and it doesn't make any sense to any of you. Do any of you speak Aquan? That's that awesome. would be highly unlikely. Hard no. Nope. He cocks his head to the side, and then he, then he says something that sounds much sharper and very um, jagged and crisp. Uh, do any of you speak Aran? Go fish. <laughs> yeah, all look, yeah, all of you look at him blankly, and he he. <laughs> waves you on to follow him. What kind of creature did you say it was? It, it looks like a gremlin. Oh, gremlin. Uh, make a nature check. I'm, j- I'm just saying gremlin to give you a visual of what he looks 12. like. He looks like a little ice gremlin with wings. 12? Um, yeah, you... you looks, looks like a little like ice demon or something. <laughs> Best you could say. You you're not sure you've never seen one of these before. I guess uh, can I, I will, I'll follow. Can him. I use the hat of disguise to make myself look like him? Sure. Okay. Cool. You make it you put the hat of disguise on and you suddenly look like a slightly larger version of me. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Topo. 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 And then he puts his hand on you. Uh, Does that break the illusion to him? Um, If he feels something other than what he sees, he it could, but... He just uses a finger, so he hits whatever he hits on you. And he hits you. Hits you in the chest. He points a finger at your chest. Kupo. Kupo? Sopo. Kupo. Sopo. Kupo. Ah. Ah? <laughs> and he points at Crixus. 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 Come on, guys. We don't have time for this shit. Crixus. Let's go. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> he points in there. <laughs> Shit. Ah? <laughs> ah. Uh, Crixus reinforces with all the positive energy. Kupo. <laughs> Crixus. Shit. <laughs> ah. Ah. <laughs> oh. yeah. He points at Valine. Lady. Lady. And you see, you see him like scowl, and you see Valine's owl on her shoulder, kind of 
pull its wings back and kind of flap like and and snap its beak at him a couple of times. There's an instant distrust between those two for some reason. Yeah. <sighs> Lady. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> Cupo. <laughs> uh, so he. <laughs> um. Thank you, by the way. He, he brings you to. Huh? Thank you, by the way. Thank you for all of that. <laughs> Sounds like you did it to yourself. I was gonna, and then I didn't have to. <laughs> no. <laughs> In my head, have you guys ever seen the movie John Carter? No. I haven't. No. Sorry. It's an entertaining movie. It's a it's a B-rate sci-fi movie. It's, it's the movies the movie based on the books that I'm named after. <laughs> really? Um, yes. Oh. Written by Edgar Rice Burroughs, the same man that created Tarzan. Anyways, you don't have to watch the whole movie. Just search John Carter um, uh, Virginia on YouTube. Okay? Do I need and, to put on safe search? He's... No. No. He is, <laughs> he is talking to an alien that they don't speak the same language. And the alien end up thinking his name is Virginia. It's hilarious. It's my favorite scene in the whole movie. Anyways, that's what I was imagining in that instance. So this second someone said something other than... <laughs> that was funny. I was going to grab it. So awesome. The... Uh... <laughs> so you guys move on from there. He brings you to the edge of the cliff and points out at, at the, the water below. And you really can't... I mean, you know what's out there. You just came through the water. And he's, like, mimicking, like... Um, ma <laughs> make an insight check, all three of you. Because he's doing all these hand motions and stuff. And he's kind of rocking his hand motions. And and <laughs> he's trying to communicate to you through sign language. And he doesn't speak sign language. So it's like a massive game of charades. Good. Niner. He's like we're doing all right. Twenty-two. Yeah. 18. Get those, Aaron. Niner. It's probably better that Aaron doesn't pick up on what he's saying this time. He's talking about all the broken and sunken ships in the water, and that there's <clears> much gold out there. Oh, there's a lot of gold out there. I want to know. Um, in the broken, sunken <laughs> ships out in the in the water. Uh, quick setting. Is it also dark here? Yes, and it's yep. it is dark. And foggy. It is foggy. It is. Yep. You can barely see the water from where you're at. Like you can hear it, but like the crashing of the ice and stuff next to each other. But uh, he he's pointing out there and doing all that. I I'm, I'm gonna turn um, to Doc. I'm gonna turn to Doc just real quick, and Aaron can hear. It's fine. Just to say. Uh. It would be fortuitous to find a way to traverse underwater. Yes. I imagine well, you I imagine the worst part is probably the cold. You do have your whale friend, Valine says. It it would almost feel like we would need to depart the whale though to get onto a sunken ship, and I don't I can't envision how that works. 
that would be a problem. And as Daka said, very cold. Yes. Unfortunately, I don't have any way to help you. That sounds like a great deal of wealth that we'd be able to acquire. Wait, well? Uh, yeah, there's apparently gold in the ships down there. I'm gonna a go to the edge of the under the water. How far away from the dock are we? Oh, we went up the we went up the steps. Never mind. Oh, you went up the stairs. You're 50 feet up in the air yeah, on a cliffside right. right now, looking down. Are you gonna, say, gonna dive gonna... into the icy water? Nope. No, I was gonna go to the edge <laughs> and look over. I'll push. No, no, I won't. <laughs> um. So he takes you there, shows you that, and then he motions for you to follow. And he's leading you on, and you're walking through the fog. It's very difficult to actually tell where you're going. He seems really confident in leading you, though. Um, you're not in the fog. Actually, make a survival check, anyone that wants to know if where you're headed necessarily. I would have given you a map of this island, but you really can't see much of anything, so it's <laughs> kind of hard. Yep, neither... Aranon, if you want to roll a survival check to know which way direction you're going, neither one of these fools do. They're fully trusting this. Or oh, are you not getting my goblin. rolls? I'm not seeing them. Oh, hang eight. on a minute. Let me pull. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Crixus had an 11. Okay. Yeah, you guys really cannot see um, where you're going or tell where you're going. Uh, he takes you to a area and shows you an, an actual wrecked ship on, on a shore further north. And um, he kind of grins and kind of goes like this. <laughs> He's kind of laughing. And he kind of walks over and he points in the distance and in the distance there is a hand sticking up out of the snow holding an orb about the size of a small one of those miniature footballs or soccer balls about that size in one hand just sticking up blue and frozen over with ice and a little ferret, a white ferret, kind of jumps up out of the snow and is kind of walking around um, this thing. And get off my orb, ferret! <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's Valine was looking for an orb, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll start approaching and say, Valine, is this this isn't the orb you're looking for, is it? That'd be too easy. It might be it. I'd have to get closer to see. And she's walking tentatively. You just walk right up to it, Doc? What's the ferret doing as we get closer? Ferret things? He's, he's walking. Yeah, ferret things. Walking around, sniffing. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll... Unless someone tells me not to, I'll walk up to it. No, oh, that's literally what I was going to do, too. Because I'm interested in, in any type of glowing expensive looking object so i'll walk up with you so the two of you the sure. two of you walk up you get 10 you get within 10 feet of it and a voice goes ye gods i was afraid no one would find us i'm gonna look around 
like um could i tell where the voice was coming from um uh, make a perception check i don't know where it Dude, came from both good. i think it's coming out of my butt i got a natural one i'm gonna guess the ferret because nothing else is moving yeah you guys both think you both seem to think it's the ferret I'm going to look at Doc and just kind of look at Doc, look at the ferret, look at Doc, look at the ferret, look at Doc, look at the ferret, turn around and look at everybody else. I mean, we just saw a talking whale, so talking ferret wouldn't be that far off. I'll ask the ferret um, uh, what it's doing out here then. Hey, ferret. Why are you talking to the ferret? Hey, ferret. <laughs> hey, you ferret. Uh, Aaron, something tells me it's not the ferret. Yeah, yeah, I picked up on that. Much faster than you did. Well, you are smarter. I am. He just rolls his eyes and goes to grab the orb. The second... You grab the orb. You're able to grab the orb and you pry it out of the dead hand right away. You have it. And there's a... Ah! I've been sitting in that position for so long. In your view in front of you shimmers to a ghost. Do we all see this? Yeah. All of you see it. What are you doing? (laughs) Um... That I took that rightfully, and yeah. Oh, I see. And you see the ghost look at Valine. You're with her. That explains a lot. Explain Get her as soon as you can. Explain yourself. Uh, I. <laughs> I hardly see any reason to. You can't do anything to me that hasn't already been done. I'm not threatening you. As you can I'm, see. I want to know I'm what you're dead. talking about. What are you talking about? Tell me. That orb that you hold there. Used to be hers. She was using it for nefarious purposes. And what does this orb do? cannot be trusted. Oh, crap. You asked that, didn't you? Um... Hold on. Let me check the manual. <laughs> exactly. Wait a minute. I can't lose. Do um... I get another shot? <laughs> he does. He, he does. Shot. He does. <laughs> Hold on, squires. He gets another shot. The orb holds the sentient personality of a scholar she once knew. She's looking for weapons. She's trying to aid the Arcane Brotherhood. I'm going to clue you in, bud. We're all looking for weapons. Um, 
what happens if she gets the orb? What hap- like, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to her about this like like she's not even there. I don't give a shit if she hears me. Like what? Um, what happens with when she gets a hold of the orb? Valine steps in and says, "When I get a hold of the orb, I have my property back." This little punk, I'm glad to see you're a ghost, stole my orb for its knowledge that it has. She's the one going, trying to upset the balance of the Brotherhood and destroy us from the inside. Glad to see her frozen corpse here on the ground. Listen, lady, and I'm going to kind of hand to, like, put my hand out to stop her, like, listen, lady. You ain't getting shit if we can't trust you. What are you going to do with this orb? What have I done to make you not trust me? You're so quick to trust a dead ghost who's running away with my property? That doesn't make any sense at all, sir. I don't think he was running What am I going to do with the orb? I'm going to do everything I've always done with the orb. Try to take over the world? Professor Scant. That's my former colleague, my mentor, his personality, his mind in there. She is speaking correctly. That's... I I was her teacher very well. (laughs) So now we got the voice of a ghost, the voice of a professor in an orb, and and a living, breathing member of the Arcane Brotherhood. Yep, and all three of our intelligences. <laughs> yep, and from the side you hear a little, just kind of a cackling chuckle. <laughs> and a ice goblin, <laughs> gremlin, basically. I'm going to nice look, method, look over for... my shoulder at the ghost and say, "What happens if we break the orb?" Um. Voline interjects and says first of all if you're going to attempt you're going to fight me because I'm going to prevent you with everything I have from breaking the orb second of all good luck it's a magical item near impossible to destroy third You'd break my heart. Oh no. Listen, lady, do you think I give Professor a shit about Stan breaking your heart? Him. You know. You don't seem to have a carrying bone in your body. Kinda true. These other two maybe though. That was more of an appeal to them. Ouch, bro. Ten days with Aaron on, she knows him like like her fa- like her favorite book that she wants burned. Um. Mm. All right. So, can I ask the orb? Yeah. Ask. Uh, I guess ask the orb if. Uh, if we should trust Valine. I believe you should absolutely trust Valine. I see no reason not to. I'll ask the orb, should we trust the ghost person that we don't know their name? Well, she did steal me 
That's Nas Landemir. <laughs> she stole me. She stole me from Valine. Came to this island. I can only suspect what she was looking for. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to Valine and say this is ridiculousness. Uh, are we looking for a book or something too? Valine says yes, yes, actually we are looking for a book, you know very well that. And Nas behind her, the ghost, says the codicle of white, yes, that's <laughs> that's what we are all looking for, apparently. Can I ask, I'll ask Valine if she cares who carries the orb as long as it's safe. Thinking maybe that you can have the... that's a good balance between giving it and not destroying it. Crixus, how tightly are you hanging onto the orb? Crixus has already put it into his backpack according to his equipment. <laughs> when, when, you, when you go to put... When you go to put the orb in your backpack, you kind of let it go. A purple magical-like substance comes up underneath it and kind of pops it up out and lifts it up in the air. You can make a dexterity saving throw to try and catch it. What was the name of the book, John? The Codicle of White. Valine has talked to you about this before, I think. Yeah, I just know. Pretty good. 17? Uh, okay, so you, you snatch it off the top of this mage hand. And the orb says to you, put me back in my hand. <laughs> Not until I trust you, you little whatever I the am fuck. the orb. I am the item that got stolen. This is the only spell I know. Put me back in my hand, please. Uh, I will be securing you inside of my backpack until such a time where I can learn to trust you. Why do you not trust me? I'm just an orb. You are a talking ball. And then I put it in my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how do you turn that into a show title? Murf, 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 murf. The mage hand um, floats in front of you haughtily, Crixus, and then flicks you on the forehead and dissipates. <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> um, okay, guys, what do we do with the body? And the ghost. And I'll say it loud enough for the ghost to hear. And we pull up the body and search it for the book? I think we should do that. Okay. As weird as it is. So Crixus will make an attempt. I think I have a shovel, but I can't confirm or deny. You um, do have your shield. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Worst case scenario, you can make a makeshift. I have a on the body. I have a pick in my shield, and I'll start to try to unearth the body. Okay. 
So you, uh... Do either Valine or the ghost say anything while we're doing that? Like, either they care or they don't? The ghost hits, um... Like, when it sees Crixus going to unearth the body, it beelines straight towards him and hits him hard and bounces back off of him into the, like, in the snow and then kind of pops up from in the snow. Like, it doesn't disturb the snow at all, but the the ghost falls into the snow and then kind of comes up out of it. Like, what? Huh? And... Crixus, you hear a voice in your head that says, No occupancy. <laughs> <laughs> I already have one. <laughs> and then Crixus will have to Damn. say to his dark passenger, Uh, thanks for the save? Uh-huh. I'm just, I'm along for the ride. There's, like... We can maybe there's something on this island that might allow me to complete what I'm doing. Lord. Just maybe. This All may right. be the most complicated scene I've ever done as a DM. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, there's a lot of players right now. Um well I'm gonna continue to unearth the body and I, heard, I might I heard... Turn to Doc and say, "Can you restrain that ghost?" I have a crowbar, Crixus. Uh, if you want to use that, <laughs> Doc will just kind of put himself between the ghost and Crixus. Okay. Um, the ghost uh, looks at you, shrugs, and charges towards you, and will weasel its way. Everybody gets a possession! <laughs> Into your mind. You get a possession. You get possessed, and you get possessed, and you get possessed, and you're arrogant as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Probably good that it's not airing on with double duty. Well, let's not forget that I still have some kind of vampire thing going on that I don't know anything about and hasn't reared its head yet. Eat more cookies. You have a what? A vampire thing. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. You do have that. You got all kinds of crap going on, you guys. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how to play into that because I don't know what it is, so. I don't like that look. <laughs> I'm just listening to you guys. Um, so she starts speaking to you, Doc, and starts telling you that um, I we stole the orb. We stole the orb, and <clears throat> I partnered with a pirate captain from Luskin before leaving for Icewind Dale. Um, I made my way to the Wicked Eddy, the boat. It's crashed on the sea over here. Um, 
I'm the only survivor. I swam the shore freezing and got this far. It's all the further I got. So not the only survivor, then, because you didn't quite make it. <laughs> well, no, I ended up freezing here. Ouch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and Doc said it out loud because he's not used to the talking and head thing. Yeah. I was hoping to um, persuade you to leave her behind. <sighs> Yeah, unfortunately, I think Aranon's interested in her behind. Oh, that's that could be problematic. <clears throat> There's a spell in this book she's looking for that will open the Regged Glacier and allow access to Yathrin. An ancient city of wizards filled with many, many magical items. Ones that the Brotherhood hoped to use to establish her dominance. Now the Brotherhood has never made a move. They're arrogant enough that they feel that they sit above most of society right now as is. So I don't know if more weapons will make them do anything necessarily, but I have my doubts that the Arcane Brotherhood would put those things necessarily to the best use. Were you a member of the Arcane Brotherhood? Yeah. Yes, I was. So was she. It's interesting that you seem to have a conscience that they don't. Doc, this is Valine outside of you. She's lying to you. She's talking about Yathrin. She's talking about the magical items. She wants them for herself. For her companions. She made... Deals with someone, I'm sure. For help. She had to pay them somehow. The magical items, the weapons, everything in Yathrin she was going to find would have been split with her and whoever she was working with. Those items are safer in a museum. The museums that the Arcane Brotherhood runs all throughout the Sword Coast. Magical items that are kept under lock and key and spell and binding to prevent their use. Items that could end the world if they fell into the wrong hands. <clears throat> well, that uh, still seems like a quite some time and many obstacles from now, so we've got time to figure this out. Don't listen to her, says the voice in your head. She just wants them for the Brotherhood. <laughs> Who do you trust, Doc? The Brotherhood or the Pirates? <laughs> <laughs> Yes and no. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. We've got time to um, figure that. Will you... Either way, if you are willing to host me, I shall go along for the ride. Could you please grab Zelenor? My weasel. 
Sure, I'll grab your weasel. <laughs> There's a title. <laughs> you know, it took, it took all of a second for Norm to turn to the keyboard <laughs> on that one. <laughs> sure, I'll grab your weasel. And sometimes you know you're going to have to say something, and it just has to come out that way. And so you put the weasel up on your shoulder. Um, shall we, then? Says Valina as she kind of looks around. Uh, how, little has, uh, your little gremlin friend is sitting up in a tree, just kind of smiling and laughing and doing this. Um, how far did uh, Crixus get with unearthing the body? And um, Crixus, do you have a plan for once you do that, other than searching it? Crixus, you pull away a bunch of the snow and about halfway down, you uncover the face and everything. It looks very much like this ghost look before you, uh, frozen in time, preserved almost immaculately. Um, kind of laying like this with the hand up in the air. And from like the chest down, that's all encased in ice below you. All right. Um, that's fine. I'm just going to leave it the way it is then. And suggest that we go search the hold of the ship if we can get there. Seeing Crixus not search the body, I'm going to go search the body as best I can. The parts you can get to. There, there is not a lot that you can get to. Uh, make a perception check as you're looking through ice at like around the waist and stuff. 21. Naked. Naked. Stark naked. <laughs> Um, I mean, the clothes, you don't clothes see, would have been wet. But. Yeah, you don't see a lot. Uh, it looks like she may have shed layers to try and swim. Like, she may have had more robes on and stuff and, and belts and stuff, but she shed those to try and swim out of the water. I'll, I'll, um, ask, I'll ask her if she, if she found the book, because I think that's what they're looking for. I did not find the book, no. According to the orb, it is somewhere on this island, centrally. You can sense it. Yikes. Mm. Alright. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go search the boat, because I heard something about golden ships and all sorts of shit, so I'm gonna... Well, her her shipwreck was off the coast because she had to swim here. I don't care. I I heard boats and I heard gold. How about on the way out, Ernan? That would be the smart thing to do, I well, would expect. Didn't Crixus say he wanted to go search a boat? Crixus said he wanted to go search a boat. Yeah, I mean, agents of the Arcane Brotherhood might have some cool stuff on the boat. It's underwater shipwreck. It was. It wasn't the one that uh, the gremlin. This one out, isn't right? underwater. Oh. This one isn't underwater. No, this is a different one. Okay. Yep. And if Doc, if you said underwater shipwreck, the voice would correct you. No, we wrecked on the shore. We didn't have enough time to turn. The fog was. We were taking on water, and we kept pushing in. And the boats on shore down there. Was it also fifty feet down? somewhere or are we closer to the water now no no you're closer to the water on this side of the island as the me the method will kind of hear you no he doesn't understand you 
Um, yeah, he, he has no idea. He has no idea. She says if you walk, if you head this way, she kind of directs you in your head. You can go down to the boat. It's down there. I know we had some stuff. I don't know how much is still there. It's been a few years. Hmm. All right. You go down to the ship. Yep. I think that's where they want to go. So, yeah. I do. Doc, yeah. Doc will lead the way. And then Doc's also wondering how this weasel is still alive after that much time in the cold. Magic weasel. It's furry. Weasel. Snowy. It's a snowy white weasel. It's furry. It came up out of the snow. <laughs> it's been finding food somewhere, apparently. Um, Crixus, you're the one that wanted to explore the boat, so why don't you roll a D8 for me? Stace. Stace, you said? Indeed. Alright, let's see. As you approach this ship, um, there is a snow ice-covered figure sitting on the deck of a ship. Oh. Kind of laying there. Um, rather large. Oh, I got I got a finger from Norm. Dead and okay, frozen? Norm? Music cut out. I'm wondering if the stream cut out. I got the music back now. We good? Yep, we're good. The stream was fine. It was... You guys got all weird robot-y. Every once in a while, that'll happen with voice meter. And I just have oh, to okay. reconnect it real quick. Okay. So, you're looking at this. This thing is several times the size of any of you. Like, six or eight times the size of you. Big. It looks kind of like a lump of flesh sitting there. Uh, and it suddenly turns and there's like these two tusks in his muzzle with a bunch of long uh, whiskers hanging off of it and he, he looks at he says, well hello there he's new says the voice in your head doc hmm. um, mm. I'm gonna wave and say ahoy uh, ahoy? That's a nautical term, isn't it? Yar. Are you are are you cold? You look cold. You I've been warm. They're so cute. I've been warm. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> Do you smell toast? I, I um. Mmm, toast. If if you are truly cold, um, I mean you you are all bundle gear stuff, um, but if you are really cold, you you can take this and he kind of along the deck of the ship and kind of flops out onto the shoreline where the wall of the ship is like broken, kind of walks right up to you, so take this from my neck, please, please take this from my neck. I don't know how I ended up with it, but I don't need it. 
I'm protected. <laughs> he smacks his chest several times with his fins. And you, the ripples of his fat just kind of... I'm fine in the cold. You guys look like you may need this, though. And you see around his neck there's a leather uh, strap that has a little potion vial on the end of it. Hell yeah, I'll reach up and grab that. All right, so you take that. He says, if you get truly cold and you think you may, it may be harming you, you drink that. It will help protect you from the cold. Nice. He kind of leans to one side and waves the one fin. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> he goes and dives in the water and swims away. I'm going to hold it up and kind of look at it. Is this something I would know? Uh, make an arcana check. 18. Yeah, yeah, you recognize it, and Valine confirms it. Um, it's a potion of resistance, cold. So, if you drink that for an hour, I think it's for an hour. Click on it here. Uh, yep, for one hour, you will have resistance to cold damage. <laughs> Well, that was interesting. Rixus is going to see if he can access the ship. You can get on the ship and um, make a make an investigation check. You can get on the you get aboard the ship. Um, you can make some fifteen. Uh fifteen. Uh, roll a d four for me. Three. Three? Um, and let me roll this quick. And when you get into the hull of the ship, there are four giant oysters. Like giant oysters, like humanoid sized oysters. Uh, weird. You want to make a nature check? Did anyone go with him, or is this just? Yeah, I would have gone with him. Uh, go mm -hmm. ahead and make a nature check, Aaronon. I nailed it. Actually, Aaronon, you don't need to make the nature check. You would know this based on your line of work. This pearls come from oysters. Crixus, hmm. you know pearls come from oysters. Um. And you think if you could pry these open, you may be able to find a rather large pearl. All right. Well, me and Aaron both have a crowbar. I know that. So, yep. so I, okay, I would so... suggest to Crixus, hey, let's, since they're pretty big, they're probably tough to open. Let's do this together. Sure. Okay. Make strength checks together or at advantage. One of you had advantage. That's why Aranon is the smartest. Aranon, are you plus? I, I'm minus. No, strength. he's not. He's minus one. So, all right, Chris I'll said roll advantage. at advances. Then. <laughs> Please do. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Five. Five. That advantage. This is, that, that person, <laughs> you cannot get that one open. It will it will not budge. Uh, you decide to move on to the next one. Go ahead. <laughs> this is going to be really depressing if we don't get any freaking... Um, it's going to be tough to get. Seven, if you... 17. Okay, you get this one open. I need you to roll percentile dice, but before you do, choose high or low. I'm going to choose low. Okay. So you want under a 10. 10 or under. Well, that's not going to do <laughs> Good oh, lord. I said high. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, third, there was nothing in that one. So the third one? Yeah. Make those Oops, strengths. Uh, open I got a. I got to roll at advantage here. Advantage, so I'll roll yeah. again. Just roll it a second time. 12. That one, you're. It's it's a struggle to get that one open. And, and when you get it open, Crixus just gets a crowbar in there. Uh, go ahead and make a percentile dice. If you want to change, do you want to change to high this time? Or do you want to keep it I'm at low? Stay low. Okay. <laughs> Seventy-three. And you dig through the muscle in there a little bit, and it, it kind of forces your hand back out. You don't find anything in this, in this one. Last one. Strength check to open it. Doc's just making small talk and learning how to talk in his head. Thirteen. That one you're able to pry open. All right, uh, and then uh, Aranon's probably going to push me out of the way to search it. Yeah. So, Aaron, go ahead. Girl, percentile dice. Choose high or low. Uh, I, I gotta stick with the low. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because if you change it now when you roll low, you're gonna kick yourself. Twenty-seven. Oh, it's close. You dig around in there for a while. You're confident there isn't anything in any of these. I am you going to take one more stab at the one you couldn't get open before. Yeah, I'm going to go over to that one, and uh, what do I want to do? I want to... Strength check at advantage. I'm going to unarm strike it. I'm going to use my my powerful fists and attack it. Okay. So you're just going to hit it with your fist? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be... I'm I'm mad because we haven't found anything, <laughs> so, and so I'm going to go over so to you're it. You're trying to. I'm going to try to Fonzie that are, thing open. You're you're going to break it. You're going to not not try and pry it open. You're going to just try and break the shell. I'm yeah. I'm just I'm gonna I'm like I said. I'm going to Fonzie okay. it. Just kind of go up and just kind of. With just your fist. Well, I I am a monk. I mean, he's got monk fists, so. You know. I know. I know. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Roll attack roll. We're all anticipating Hope a good roll. Hit. 22 to hit. Absolutely hits. It doesn't take much to hit. Hell, I don't even think you needed to roll. You have a plus 7. You didn't need to roll, technically. <laughs> You're going to hit it. There's always a natural 1 chance. 5 damages. That's true. Um, you smack it. Uh, it. It chips a little right along the edge. You knocked off a barnacle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again. 
<laughs> just gonna get pummel the snot out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, by I a think, thousand slaps. I think the car destroying bonus round in Street Fighter too. Yeah, that's where I went. To. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Aaron, you go fist of fury on this thing. You absolutely shatter the top of this thing. Roll percentile dice. It's good. It's good if he practices his unarmed strike because that's something he's learning as a monk. Yeah. Forty-six. As you dig through the rubble and everything, you do not find anything in here as far as pearls or anything worth value. I'm going to mumble under my breath. What a fucking waste of stupid-ass time. Goddamn stupid oysters. No pearls. Who has? What kind of uh, What kind of oyster doesn't have pearls? All oyster ships, especially these big. I'm going to go to Crixus because I'm going to be like, they should be this big. I'm going to keep muttering under my breath, and I'm going to start searching the rest of the ship. From the rafters, you hear, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Little bastard. I'm going to shoot him the double birds. Uh, Continue to search (laughs) the ship, then. He seems to get more excited by you flipping him off. Like seeing you aggravated and pleases him. <laughs> uh, exploring more of the ship, you do not find anything else on the ship. It seems to have been cleared out at one point. <laughs> Doc's a little happy this might temper Aranon's desire to go swimming. For more. I, I'm going to uh, pull out one of my... Once everybody is outside of the boat, I'm going to pull out uh, one of my... I'm going to pull out my... Uh, what would work better? Probably a torch. And I'm going to light the boat on fire. Can I stop him? From lighting the boat on fire? Yeah. You can try. Yeah. Uh, and I'd say... Aaron, we we might need this for cover or warmth or something later. I don't think we should waste it. I'm just going to stare him dead. I'm just going to be like... I'm just going to stare at him. Are you questioning my leadership? I, just, I figured you would have come to the same conclusion because of your high intelligence. And I'll pause there and let him... If, if you read in the, the chat back and forth, Doc has been trying to discern what what uh, ticks Aaron on and hoping that he can persuade him with advantage that it's a good idea. Make a persuasion roll. Um, appealing to his sense of superiority, you can have it at advantage. Uh, Aaron, on, make an insight check. Fifteen. Come on, come on. Fourteen. You, you question him. He seems to be making a good point, but you're you're thinking, nah, nah. I know, I know what's best for us. The boat, the boat, the boat is on fire. We don't need no boat. Let the motherfucker burn. The boat is burning <laughs> at this point. Um, as you're watching, kind of shaking your head, Doc, uh, 
Um, make a perception check. Valine's kind of getting anxious and ready to go. Not good. Seven. Not good. Crixus, what are you doing in this moment while the boat is burning? I mean, shaking his head. <laughs> you want to make a perception check? The nice thing is, is it's dark and it's foggy, so unlikely anyone will see the smoke, but... Oh, now it's bright. It's very it's high. Still my, oh, yeah. Yes. I perceive at sure. 23. Um, in the ice near the boat, um, there is a um, leather satchel that is being exposed slowly as this fire is um, burning. The ice is revealing this leather satchels in it. I'm going to use my miner's pick to try to remove the satchel from the ice. Okay. Um, make a dexterity saving throw for me as you do this, because it's kind of close to the ship. Fair. It is a one after my modifiers. Um, <laughs> um what, what is that? What did that roll as? Oh, I hate that when I open the thing. Oh, that, that was a one as well. Um, so half of one is one because you're resistant to fire damage, correct? <laughs> I am resistant to cold yeah. and fire. So you take one point of damage because I can't half it any further. <laughs> yep, that's fair. As as you pick out this, you pull out this little satchel, uh, Doc, as Crixus does this, you hear a, <gasps> it's my satchel in your head. Hmm. What's in your satchel? My spell book. Hmm. I'll, um, this is because we're still trying to figure out what's going on. I'll quick run over to Crixus and tell him before he pulls the spellbook out and Valene sees it because while it's not useful to us it could be dangerous to us if Valene has it, so if she's not on our side so I'll just tell Crixus to stack that away Crixus, do you um, I will I will leave it then in the satchel and strap the satchel around my neck. That is a good call, my friend. Thank you. You hear a voice in your head, Doc. <laughs> um, yeah. If you take the professor out, he may know where we need to go, says Valine. Unless, of course, you want to spend more time searching ships. I don't. So, I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> I don't. I really no. don't. <laughs> no more percentages for me worthless. today. Um, but I do want to... Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, op- I'll take out my backpack and I'll just flip open the top. And I'm going to stand ready in case... That orb tries to pop itself out again. Can I pick myself up this time? You hear from the bag. Um, 
Sure, but just know you are not to leave this party. Why would I leave this party? I am a possession of Valene Harple. I am You Harple. are a possession of Crixus Rubicon at this time. Oh, Orb. Snap. Oh snap. <laughs> okay then. Little you see it suddenly shift inside the bag and this little purple magical hand lifts it up. How far away can I go? Or do you want me to sit right here on your ear? As it's floating right next to your head. Get away from my face, but stand right in the middle and tell us what we need to know. What would you like to know? Are you looking for the Codicle of White? I can feel it. In fact, it. we are. It's in the middle of the island somewhere. Somewhere. Do we have to access yes. this palace? It may be a palace. I don't know. I have not made it that far. As you can see, all the further I made it was over there in that hand. <laughs> uh, so your failure will not assist us. I did not fail. You are I'm dead. Being... I'm not. Well, I would died a long time ago and was put inside this orb. A long time ago. You can ask Valine. I was her mentor. You doubt me. Who put you in the orb? That's fair. How did, how did you get into an orb? The Arcane Brotherhood put me in here. <laughs> sustain and keep all of my memories and intellect alive. Can Brotherhood we access, is powerful indeed. Can we access yes, your intellect are. and power? Can can you access my intellect and power? Yes. Uh, what do you want to know? The Codicle of Void, the book you are all looking for, is in the center of the island. Move towards the center of the island. <laughs> if he could shrug, he would, but he doesn't have arms. He's an orb. <laughs> if I... All right. Can I absorb some of your power? You couldn't handle my power. <laughs> I'm going to approach it with my hands outreached to try to grab it with both hands and access the power. Um, make a dexterity check. Um, check or saving? Check. Is it saving? This is where I picture that, that meme where like a basketball player is throwing the ball at James Harden and it bounces off his face. <laughs> Dirty 20. Aaron, you, you snatch it out of the mage hand really quickly really easily he instantly says put me back in my hand you holding me has no bearing on what knowledge you get from me I'm gonna take it I'm gonna shake it real good like a magic eight ball make a dexterity <laughs> saving throw 25 <laughs> oh. 
Valine, when you start shaking it, Valine goes to grab it. And you... She looks at you through the one eye that's open that isn't in the eye patch. And she says, be gentle with him, please. I'm going to say back off or I'll take the other eye. <laughs> so Crixus is going to... The one squints at you. Crixus is going to just kind of step in and and kind of gently ask Aranon, all right, let's get the ore back. We we need it to find the the book. That is true, we do. I'll put the orb back on the hand. Put the orb back on the hand. And um, he, he says, thank you very much. A certain amount of decency and propriety should be expected in such situations. I'm floating of my own accord instead of having Valine hold me or Nas hold me or Nas's person I know none of your names. That dwarf over there, instead of him holding me. I'm floating on my own. All you can argue and bicker all you want. As far as I'm concerned, I belong to Valine. No offense, Crixus. None taken as I grab the orb <laughs> and I put it in my new satchel. Um, I need to make it. <laughs> As you reach out for it, you did make a dexterity check to grab it. Ooh. Ooh. He did well this time with his mage hand. <laughs> 17? <laughs> you just, he had a 16. You just are able to snatch it off the top of the mage hand and stuff it back <laughs> from the bag in the new satchel. And then suddenly it gets very quiet. I'm going to look at Aranon and say, don't touch the orb or you go in the bag. Let's go. I'm just going to cock my head um, and look at him like, bitch, please. (laughs) You guys uh, start walking towards the center of the island. And the fog seems to lessen up a little bit and it gets a little windier as you get more and more closer to the center and through the fog you appear and you see a set of stairs headed upward and it becomes clear and evident what is in front of you looks like this my god's in castle grayskull i was gonna say this and that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, I've as always you wanted see to... this giant skull-crowned ice fortress ahead of you, with many, many giant stairs leading up to it. You need to send me that picture, JC. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is dope. <laughs> That's badass. Oh. So nice. That is that is the fortress, uh, actually, and um, uh, the orb. No, not the orb. Valine. Will will say um, as as you're staring up at this and it comes into view. She says, "Fortress Grimscale." 
Hmm. That should be fun. <laughs> we'll end there. Awesome. Nice. So Valine has a little bit of 411 on this thing already. It would There's appear. more to her than we've unearthed so far. <clears throat> there's, good there's good storytelling there, JC. Tension there, holy we've, cow. We've got all kinds of moral and physical dilemmas going on. Uh, my whole goal in planning next week is to be able to shed some of these personalities. <laughs> 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 I got what? I got see. I got a weasel. I got an orb. I got a, two ghosts. I got uh, um, Valine. Valine. We're not taking Nass with us, are we? I don't. Th not the body. And Nass is inside. Of, Nass is inside a dock right now. <clears throat> there, there is a reason that Weasel's alive, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like you asked it. There's a there's a specific reason. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, uh, the the ice method laughs, chuckles too, as you guys approach Grimscale. <laughs> Horrifying. As it, as it, as it should. All right, awesome. that's going to do it for us this week. We are Two Nerds, One Quest. You can catch us every Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time, twitch.tv slash TomMNorm, T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M. Join us in the chat. We have a lot of fun, as you can tell. Uh, we are... Oh, that's a couple, uh, in a couple weeks, we are going to be taking a week <laughs> off because Cooch, I think, is out. Is that correct? Um, As we get into... Yeah. I've got um, one weekend, and that would be October twenty uh, fourth. All right, I will be unavailable. So we'll be here for the next couple of weeks, and we'll take a week off, and then we will be back. All right, cool. So every Sunday morning at thirty a.m. Central Time, Twitch.tv/slash TomMNorm. Follow us. Uh, we are on Twitter. Support us anywhere that we. Oh, yeah. I lost track of time. Uh, support us. Just support us. Tell other people. <laughs> <laughs> tell other people about the show. Tell other people about the podcast, about the uh, Twitch stream. Um, give us some ratings. Go wherever we, the podcasts are. Give us some ratings. And uh, yeah. Patreon.com slash Juniors Quest. Follow us there and support us there as well. Helps uh, ease some of the suffering of the podcast financials. Uh, other than that, that's all I got. Go Pack Go for me, for Lazy Dragon, for Crixus, for Mr. DMJC. We are Two Nerds One Quest, and we'll catch you next week. Yeah. <laughs>